hello everyone welcome back to another episode of the bloom from within podcast if you're new here again welcome my name is renee i am your host for the show guys i have had the best day and i've honestly been in the best mood like all day long i felt really light and connected all day and i just had this very like overwhelming loving energy that i feel like i need to spread with like everyone that i come in contact with today what was a little different than what I normally do is that I started my day by actually going to a hot yoga class and I went pretty early for a weekend. Like I got out of bed and immediately went to the studio. Like if you know me, you know, I like to like take my time and do things and I'm very like of a slow riser. And so for me just to get out of bed and immediately go somewhere is definitely like huge for me. Um, but if you listen to the pod or even like connect with me outside of, of the podcast. Like, you know that I practice yoga as part of my evening routine. Um, usually like yin yoga, where it's a lot of just like floor work, but it really just helps me relax and really obtain like a higher quality of sleep. But this morning I switched it up and I went to a class and honestly, I had no idea that it was hot yoga until I got there and I felt how hot it was. Um, but like once I felt the heat in the room, I was, I became a little skeptical and I was like, thinking to myself like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? But guys, it was incredible. I feel like my words are not going to do it justice. Yes, it was physically challenging, but I felt so at ease when I left that class. It really just allowed me to slow down my body, my mind, and and really turn inward and have moments of reflection that I was not expecting to have. I left that class with, again, having like a really great sense of ease, but also a really great sense of gratitude for myself, my life, the people in my life, and everything that my body allows me to do. I guess these feelings of gratitude are like really fitting for this time of year, especially with Thanksgiving being this week. I love this time of year. I've always found that the fall and winter holidays to be very nostalgic in a sense that like it always brings me back to my childhood with different like sounds and scents and overall just this overall sense of like comfort and safety. And now that I'm a mom, I'm even more excited for the holidays because I now get to share those experiences and create new memories with my son. I realize that I am lucky to have such a positive outlook on the holidays and that not everybody shares this perspective or this same excitement that I do. Like I know there are people and maybe it's one of you listening who who honestly like dread the holidays, like maybe you don't have a good relationship with your family and getting together overwhelms you, or you have like a subtle guilt about indulging or eating certain foods during the holidays. And if any of that resonates with you, then Thanksgiving could be a really tough holiday because obviously it is completely centered around food. (laughs) It has become part of our culture that we should really like show up to Thanksgiving, ready to consume everything served, eat three plates, get into a food coma, take a cat nap, and then wake up and do it all over again, eat more food. And there's nothing wrong with that sequence of events, but that lifestyle, of course, not for everyone. But if you're someone who is kind of dreading Thanksgiving because of the food aspects, then I think this episode is for you. And I think a lot of what I'm going to say could resonate with you, not just for Thanksgiving, but for like daily life as well. In today's episode, I'm going to be taking some time to discuss intuitive and mindful eating, what they are, what the difference is between the two, and how you can take tips from these concepts and use them again during the holidays or just in your normal life. But first, I do want to say that I'm a wellness coach. However, I am not a mental health professional. So if you're struggling with disordered eating currently or in the past, please like seek professional help from a psychiatrist instead of 
listening to my podcast. So starting with some backgrounds, my own eating patterns have never been what I would have considered healthy up until like the past few years. Like what comes to mind immediately are the days where like years ago when I used to work in retail stores, I would be so focused on my tasks for the day or just trying to keep up with like a, the busy rush that the store may have had that I w- wouldn't eat as much as my body needed throughout the day. Or sometimes I just wouldn't eat at all. Like I would just skip eating completely. Like I would just either be so busy that I forgot or I just felt like I didn't have time to and whatever was going on in the store sort of took precedence to what I actually needed, which is a horrible mindset to have. Because of my lack of awareness to what I needed throughout the day in terms of food, I would then go home and I would like binge eat. Like I would eat everything in sight, whatever I could get my hands on that was fast, like I ate it. Whether it was pre-made food, processed snacks, like whatever I could find to quickly cure that feeling of being like starving. I was eating so much so fast that most of the time I couldn't feel when my body was full. So then once the signals from my body finally caught up to my mind, like I would be in so much pain because I was overly full. And then I couldn't do anything other than go lie down on the couch because that's what like helped me feel better. I didn't give my body the time to really like react to the food that I was putting inside it. Like, does that sound familiar to anyone? I'm sure we've all experienced this before, something similar. At that point in my life, like intuitive and mindful eating practices definitely could have served me like so well. So before we discuss what intuitive and mindful eating is, I think that it's really important to understand what the opposite of those concepts are. That way all pieces can be recognized. So the opposite of those concepts is dietary restriction. And this is just really having a restrictive mindset around food. This is the complete opposite of intuitive eating. And unfortunately, it is what most people have been taught. If you've, I don't know, pursued some sort of weight loss program or have ever grown up in an environment that has a lot of attention focused around weight or food, like you may have learned that only certain foods are good. You should only eat at certain times of the day or only eat in certain quantities. Something that comes to mind immediately that I hear a lot is that carbs are bad. And I'll hear people say like, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm not going to eat any carbs. But like, no, carbs are not bad. Carbs give us energy. We need carbs. Carbs are found in produce. With dietary restriction, there are two behaviors or mindsets that I have seen the most often. And the first is being incredibly inflexible when it comes to eating and food choices. So for example, like someone avoiding a piece of birthday cake at a party, even though they want it, but they're avoiding it because it will take them over the number of like, I don't know, planned calories that they were supposed to eat that day. Like that's having a very inflexible mindset. Another example is someone having like an all or nothing approach. This may sound like someone saying their diet is completely ruined because they've had one scoop of ice cream. So now, I don't know, now they're going to eat spinach every day for every meal because they had one scoop of ice cream. Like that's super restrictive and that is that all or nothing like mindset approach. So where intuitive eating comes in is intuitive eating is taking those dietary restrictive like beliefs and healing them by listening to our body. It's forgetting about what we've been told and what we've learned about food and allowing our body to be the one like communicating that information to us. For example, like what foods allow us to feel satisfied for long periods of time? What foods make us feel good versus what foods make us feel bad? Intuitive eating is 
really eating in accordance with your own internal cues of like hunger and satiety rather than situational or emotional cues. It's really honoring your body and listening to what it needs or what it doesn't need. Intuitive eating is really like giving yourself grace and really allowing yourself this like unconditional permission to eat. It's relating to a person's willingness to like eat when they're hungry and not feel guilty or shame for like eating or wanting a certain food. It's It also includes this like refusal to classify foods as good or bad. And when you can train yourself and train your mind to really understand and believe that you are eating for physical reasons rather than like emotional reasons. So like eating when you're physically hungry rather than using the food to cope with emotional distress. It's really understanding that food is literally just food for our bodies and being hungry is a signal that we need more food. So let's just allow ourselves to eat. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the food is, whether you think it's a good food, whether your neighbor thinks it's a bad food, it, it's just, it's fuel for your body and nourishment for your body that what we put into it is only going to help us and give us the energy to tackle our days and live the lives that we are, you know, we truly want to live. And it's, again, just giving ourselves that permission to do that. And when we take this like intuitive eating approach where food is fuel, it doesn't take away the fact that food also tastes good and we can still enjoy it because there are still so many good foods out there that we can enjoy and we can enjoy them in quantities that our body needs. So if we come to Thanksgiving dinner and we have a plate of food or two, but we're still hungry and our body is still telling us, hey, you need more food, I, I'm starving then that's okay because your body is telling you that it needs it and you can go and you can eat more food and really rely on your hunger cues. It's it's really, again, like trusting and honoring your body, trusting your hunger cues and using those cues to really guide your eating behaviors. Other like over behaviors that are dictated by external rules and those external rules, again, are going back to those dietary restrictions that we talked about earlier, whether that's thinking a food is bad, thinking that you should only eat, you know, food the size of the palm of your hands, you know, thinking that you should only eat as much as, you know, your grandma is, is judging you to eat. Like it's, it's completely listening to yourself. And when you can listen to your body and listen to the messages that it's trying to send you and the signals, that's when you really learn how to trust it. And that's how you innately learn how to trust yourself too. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, Renee, like this is all well and good, but I can't ever tell when I'm hungry. I'm like you, you know, I'm, I'm like the Renee from over five years ago when I would just binge eat everything in sight. And I can't tell when I'm full until it's too late. It just hits me all at once. Well, that is where mindful eating comes into play. And mindful eating is eating that encourages awareness of your senses while you're eating. It's the awareness of all of your sensory stimuli. So such as taste, smell, the texture of the food that you're eating, and really just being conscious of your present experience of the meal. It's paying attention to the food being consumed. So not like eating while working or eating while watching TV or being on your phone. It's eating with a purpose. So not eating out of stress or because you're bored, but eating because your body has signaled to you that you are hungry and you're eating to satisfy those cues. It's being, again, fully present in your experience. It's it's seeing your food, it's tasting it, it's smelling it. It's just being completely immersed in the experience of eating your meal. So if you're interested in engaging in more mindful eating like habits, um, a couple tips that I have for you, I'm going to go over really quick. So first one is eating slow. 
really taking your time, enjoying the taste of the food, and really just turning eating into an experience. Like, yes, we're fueling our body, but there's also, again, I've mentioned earlier, there's so much good that can come from really eating like a really good meal and bonding over a really good meal with somebody else. So, so slow down. And when you slow down, that's going to give your body, like that's going to give like your body and your brain time to connect to each other. So when you slow down, you're allowing time for your body to signal to your brain that it's full. When you eat really, really fast, it all just goes scarfed down. Like you're going to have a much harder time making that connection and getting the signals that your body is full and that you should stop eating. And if you're someone who naturally eats fast, because I am, and I swear I got that from my dad, but if you're someone who naturally eats fast, something that you can do to kind of like cue yourself to slow down is to take deep breaths in between each like forkful of food. So that's something that when I want to make sure that I'm eating very mindfully, I will, you know, scoop up my food in my fork, put it in my mouth, chew it, I'll chew slow, and then I'll just like pause and take a deep breath. I don't know, maybe sometimes I'll take two, depends on like how much I really, like how slow I really want to go, but just taking deep breaths in between like your forks of food, that will definitely help you slow down. And I, and I think like once you even start slowing down, you'll really have to realize how mindful you become and how present you become with your meal. Another tip you can do to eat more mindfully is to eat without gadgets. Like don't eat while you're scrolling on your phone. Don't eat in front of the TV because when you're focusing on something else, then you are removing that like mindful aspect of mindful eating. Like you're literally paying attention to something else that's not the food in front of you and not your eating experience. So removing any sort of gadget, I I honestly like wouldn't even recommend reading with food. And I'm not gonna lie, I have done that. I do do that time to time, but really just being present, removing any sort of distraction from in front of you, whether it's a gadget, a book, um, a game, like really just sit there and be present with your meal. Have your entertainment be your plate in front of you. Just look down at your food and look at how beautiful it is. I don't know, but removing gadgets, that's definitely going to allow you to eat more mindfully. Another tip is to not eat straight from the packaging because you don't, you're not always aware of how much food is in the packaging. So I'm thinking like a, like a bag of chips. Oh my God. There's been so many times in the past where I've taken an entire bag of chips and went and sat in front of the TV And next thing I know, like that entire bag is gone. And I actually did it unknowingly at work the other day too. Last week, I literally ate like an entire package of cookies like at my desk while I was working. And I just stopped. I was like, wow, that was like not good. Like the cookies were delicious. I would eat those cookies like 10 times over, but I probably would have rather have (laughs) saved some of those cookies for every day of the week as opposed to eating the entire package at once. And if I had just taken a handful out, put them on a napkin or on a plate, put the packaging away. I definitely would not have eaten the entire thing. Also, when it comes to like eating straight from the packaging, there's no shame in like having fun and plating your food and like making your food look cute like you got it from a restaurant and like snap a picture of it. Like who cares? Like who cares what people think anymore? Post like your cute little plated food that you put like so much effort into from taking it out of the package or taking it out of... I don't know, maybe you cooked it yourself, taking it out of the pot and just making it look really nice on your plate and being grateful for all the effort that you put into it and like the ability that you have to be able to do that for yourself. Like that's so beautiful. And even if you didn't do it for yourself, maybe you cook for someone or maybe somebody cooked for you. Like just think about how how grateful you are that that ability was able to happen, but then also how much love went into that food. And and you you can't, like my point is that you can't, really think about these things if you're not being mindful about it and you're not 
like in the moment and you're not being incredibly present. So there's so many benefits to eating mindfully. There's obviously like the physical benefits where you are physically slowing down and you are able to like have that like mind body connection a little bit more fluidly. But then there's also so many like benefits to it when it comes to like your mindset and just knowing that you have so many things to be grateful for. And I know obviously Thanksgiving, there's a, it's a big holiday with being grateful and you should show gratitude towards things, but there's really so many things, even in like the mundane aspects of our lives, like eating and like preparing food that sometimes we don't always stop and slow down and show our gratitude towards those things. But there are like literally so many things to be grateful for. And I think that if we were all just a little bit more mindful day to day and, and practice with a little bit more presence, then we would notice all of these moments and, and things that, that really affect us and that we really have so much, I don't know, again, to be grateful for. So that is all that I have for you guys for today. Just a little crash course on intuitive and mindful eating. As always, if you found this helpful, please be sure to leave a positive review. That's how Apple and Spotify push the show out to other listeners who haven't heard of the show before. Take a screenshot of the show, post on your stories. Let me know that you listened. I love, 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 love knowing that you guys are listening to the show and it's affecting you guys positively in some way. And I hope that all of you have a wonderful, mindful, (laughs) safe holiday with your families. Have a very, very happy Thanksgiving and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.